0: when you know that you are queer but your favorite drink is beer that's gayish you can bottom without stopping but you can't send going shopping that's gayish oh gayish you're probably gayish well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes so oh, it's gayish we're also gayish it's gayish with mike and kyle <laughs> hello everyone in the podcast universe this is gayish
1: the podcast that wonders if you only blow him so that he blows you was there a quid pro blow
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> absolutely how c- can we be sure or at least <laughs> where's a, the evidence least a, a quid amateur blow at the very least <laughs> i'm mike johnson i'm kyle Getz. we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality
1: hey mike hey kyle do you know what the version is if it's two straight guys
0: i don't know no, what what
1: quid bro blow yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: do Great. you know what
1: it's called if those two straight pros swim around the sea Squid bro blow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ, Kyle.
1: (laughs) I don't have any others. That's all I got.
0: Great. Okay, Uh, cool. Today today we're going to talk about anxiety. Anxiety. The totally comfortable and everything's fine topic of anxiety.
1: Yeah, I don't know why. Sometimes I'm like, it's like when things are two weeks away. I'm like, yeah, that'll be fine to talk about. <laughs> yeah. And then I get to the time like two weeks away happens. It, it keeps getting to be the point then in the future where we have to do it. So yeah,
0: yeah. should we plan our difficult episodes for like 2026 then? Yes, the, you know? we'll be
1: either like dead or asleep by then. Yeah. Um, okay, but first, <laughs> but first, uh, thank you to Patreon members Ben Cope,
0: Felix. Wait. What? You have to go slower than that if we're going to make fun of their names. I
1: know, but I feel yeah. like. Wh- okay, Ben Cope, what do you got?
0: I, all I can think of is Copenhagen, which is the chew that my dad chewed growing up. And that, that's disgusting.
1: Well, I mean, you could do the other Copenhagen.
0: Like Denmark? Nah, fuck those guys. Okay,
1: cool. <laughs> Felix Palafox?
0: That name makes fun of itself. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, and Timothy. There's a really good gay movie that I forget the name of that has a song about Timothy in it. Oh, Timothy!
0: Oh yeah, that's uh, where the world Minds. Yeah, like it's such movie. a good song. It's it's about um uh, it's about Midsummer Night's Dream. Yeah, and that, but gay. that that gay boy that turns the football team gay. Yeah, with his magic squirty flower. Yep. <laughs> All of that is actually <laughs> true. That's the movie. Um, I saw it in.
1: This is the fanciest thing I'm gonna say. I saw it in like a. Uh, a film festival in Seattle.
0: Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I watched it on Netflix.
1: Yes. And then it got to be on Netflix <laughs> and then I watched it again and then it was better the second time the first time I was like, man, so thank you. Patreon members. Thanks. <laughs> thank you. Um, the most recent Patreon was an interview with, uh, fucking Dan's daddy. Yeah. Um, which was interesting. So, uh, if you want to listen to that or any of our other bonus segments, patreon.com slash gayish podcast.
0: Yeah. Do it.
1: Do it. Uh, do you have...
0: We don't have any corrections.
1: Nope. We're perfect. Oh, uh, December 1st is World AIDS Day. Is that right? Okay. December 1st, World World AIDS Day.
0: Um... Can't joke about that. Nope.
1: Uh... <coughs>
0: <coughs> yeah.
1: I read something recently that said, like, a quarter or so, um, of young people won't hug someone who has HIV. Yeah. The, like, it. the world is massively stupidly uninformed so if you are wondering if you're an idiot you cannot get hiv through hugging someone yep. so princess diana showed that long long ago
0: i remember when my great uncle had aids and um my cousin told me not to play the same kazoo as him jesus and I, sometimes i think back on that story and i think well, it was the 80s, and we were scared, and we didn't know things. Mm-hmm. Except it was 1989, and I'm pretty mm. sure we did by then.
1: Did he just uh, mean because kazoos are terrible? <laughs> Don't play as <his> kazoo. <laughs> no one wants to hear you play that.
0: <laughs> that could be onto something Okay, there. That's okay. for damn sure. Okay. Um, News? News. Okay, let's start with the creepy one. Are you ready for this? Boy, okay. A Welsh teacher has been awarded almost a million dollars after being fired for hooking up with two teenagers he met on Grindr. Matthew Alpin was fired from his position as the head teacher at Tywin Primary School in South Wales in 2016 after school officials learned he had had sex with two 17 year old boys he'd met on Grindr. An investigation was performed and the school's governors accused him of, quote, behavior bringing the school into disrepute, conduct incompatible with the role of the head teacher, both which seriously undermined the trust and confidence of the school in its head teacher, according to The Guardian
1: head teachers right
0: however the age of consent in the uk is 16 so he technically didn't do anything illegal just gross Hmm.
1: (laughs) every hookup of mine (laughs) i technically didn't do anything illegal just gross um i I, this is the challenging thing about being on grinder scruffs because like on the surface that sounds gross also if you hook up with people legally like I mean you should if they seem young enough you should probably check their id just to make sure like in terms of age and like what do you say like what was your recent science homework just to see like if they're you know you can't just say what school are you at though they may lie so you have to be like do you know advanced calculus like just to see if they're in college
0: is this a fake id what's your birthday are you really five five
1: <laughs> you need to be a bouncer of your own home yep just fuck the bouncer
0: well, and there's also, I think, in this particular scenario, like yes, be careful and grinder. Don't bang teenagers. And mm-hmm. uh, in in this in this case, it's okay to bang people who are legal. Mm-hmm. But what about in the situation when you're a teacher, and they may or may not be your student or potentially your student? Like, does it change it? Is mm-hmm. there a, is there a different? Should there be a different set of rules for people who actually actively work with? Yeah. I have there are a lot of eighteen year olds in, that are seniors in high school. Yeah. Right. I
1: mean, uh, I want to go to like, uh, did he know they were students? But yeah, maybe just when you're a teacher, just like, don't fuck anyone that might be a student in your school. Maybe just like a blanket rule. Maybe just like, not like a, like legally or anything, just like a, that could be like a, just a good personal rule.
2: You know, let's just avoid that totally. I can't find anything indicating they were students of his school. No, they weren't.
0: They oh! Weren't. Oh! They were just students. I'm just saying they could have been. They're they're 17, so they're uh, hopefully students somewhere. <laughs> um
1: Okay, that and, changes and that's, it for that,
0: me. That's why they overturned it and gave him money. Okay, because he was illegally fired because he didn't do anything illegal. R-
1: and they probably weren't his
0: be- pupils, but they were just really, really young.
1: Okay, and uh, and it was just about him being gay, not about fucking students that's right it's
0: uh, that's that was important when deciding the case the tribunal quote constructed two hypothetical heterosexual comparators in mr alpin's position applin's position and found that they would have been given more leeway than he Mm. that it was about being gay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. great be careful out there kids
1: guard your loins
0: (laughs) um okay next another story from the uk oh cool okay great um so a high court judge just permanently... <laughs> why Why does he need to smoke weed
1: before he goes into court?
0: Yeah. Oh my God, high court. What do they decide at high court? Which flavor of nachos is the best? I,
1: gonna I object. <laughs> I was going to say which flavor of Doritos. Yeah. Yeah. It's nacho cheese. Yeah. It's
0: obvious. Cool ranch, man. Especially oh, when stone.
1: I litigate you. Yeah. That's how you do it, right? It
0: sounds hot. Okay. Okay, a high court judge has ruled to permanently extend an exclusion zone that bans anti-LGBT education protests outside a Birmingham primary school. So, here's the scenario. And it is weird, I think. So, this school has, as part of its curriculum, that kids be taught about gay stuff. And it's not like how gay sex works. It's just that, hey, gay people are a thing. Don't be a dick. It's part of history. Yeah. So, then a massive community of parents who happened to be Muslim rallied big protests outside the school and then that all went to court and the court said basically your claims about the curriculum are not true you cannot continue to protest the school if you protest in this area we will arrest you good and the the thing the things that get tricky here are first a real problem on the left i think of standing up for muslims and the rights of islam Mm -hmm. where that butts up against conservative islamic ideals where like they're as bad if not worse than christians and christianity in terms of acceptance of gay people yeah abortion yeah women's rights yeah
1: I think here in the U.S., the problem is there are these super conservative evangelical Christians that don't realize they have a lot of the same beliefs as those conservative Muslim populations. So it is racist or and religion um, when when they think that those groups are any different than themselves. So there's like a definitely a racial component, a big racial component here in the U.S., and also, I hate any religion that's stupid like that. And yeah. and whether it's Jesus or Allah or Buddha or Zeus or Kevin Bacon, just don't be just yep. don't be dumb.
0: Yep. Yep. Well, lead protester Shaquille Afzar and his supporters he doesn't have a child of his own at the school, but he's leading these protests. Anyway, he was accused of inviting a controversial imam to the demonstrations, and this imam falsely claimed that schools were teaching children about anal sex, What's pedophilia, uh, like a like a priest, like a oh, okay. like an important religious guy, dude. Got it. Big hat. <laughs> um, uh, the the school uh, uh, he claimed that the school was teaching children about anal sex, pedophilia, and transgenderism. Not a word. Mm. Um, and he described the school's head teacher as shaitani, which is a devil devilish and told them that woman needs to be broken
1: jesus like i mean th- yeah that's hateful
0: well she uh sarah hewitt clarkson the school head, clarified that the school simply teaches that different sexual orientations are valid and must be accepted quote we are saying some children have two mummies that is not promoting homosexuality <laughs> she told the court
1: teaching kids facts it's just like yeah that sucks. Okay, great. <laughs> is there anything happy here?
0: Um, I, I think this is happy ish. That's the I
1: think that's the best we do on this podcast. Yeah.
0: Last but not least, Less. Matthew Shepard. You remember him? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, is going to be honored with a plaque at the Washington National Cathedral. So that's in a lot of ways that's considered the country's church. Hmm. Washington National Cathedral is. That's where like presidents go to die and shit like that or, or their funerals i mean the church raised thirty thousand dollars to place a permanent marker in shepherd's honor and it is uh, he joins significant people that are buried there other figures such as helen keller various military heroes almost every president of the last century uh not buried interred what's the difference between burial and inter- interred dan
1: <laughs> one sounds fancier
0: um Quote, it's not just a burial site, it's a pilgrimage site in a lot of ways for a lot of people. Oh. We wanted to find a way to honor that experience, but also to help people to have something to see and to touch and have a connection to. Hmm. Oh, I can't read this. The plaque will be displayed in the, in the cathedral's crypt and reads, Matt, rest gently in this place. You are home safe now. Peace be with you and all who visit here. Hmm. Ta-da.
1: Hmm.
2: Burial and interment are the same thing.
0: Well, then this article has chosen
2: bad verbs. <laughs> it is the ritual act of placing a dead person or animal into the ground.
1: Mm. Are incorrectly used adverbs just called bad verbs? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm just telling jokes to myself now. Why do you look confused?
0: Oh, mm-hmm. why would they say it this way? Mm-hmm. The, the, the headline is Matthew Shepard will be honored with plaque at National Cathedral. His ashes are going to be buried there. For 20 years, his ashes have been held in private without being buried, in fear that any memorial would be vandalized. Oh,
1: God. Imagine, like, your son was already brutally murdered, and you have to worry... Oh, jeez. Okay.
0: Yeah. In- interesting. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Yes. Yeah, so he he is being interred there, along with a whole bunch of important and famous people.
1: It's one of those things that's like, it's great that they're doing that, but like everything and there's so much that came out of his death and his murder which but it's like it just comes back to like nothing fixes that nothing fixes yeah. the brutality that gay people have to go through that queer people have to go through and so it's
0: do you remember it do you remember when all of that happened you were pretty no, young no i don't um because what year was that it was like the 20 somethingth anniversary this year right yeah 1998 so twenty one years ago,
1: that was twelve. Yeah,
0: I mean, I remember it. It was a big. It was a big deal. Yeah. Um, of course, I was at one of those liberal, book learning schools at that point. I was a sophomore in college. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was. I mean, that really got the the country's attention. Yeah. And unfortunately, it took something that horrific to bring it to the country's attention, but yeah. it did.
1: And then it, it brought about legal change and and laws about hate crimes and. Yep. Yeah.
0: So. Well, now that we're depressed, let's talk about anxiety. They okay. go hand in hand. <laughs> That's very true. Okay.
1: <laughs> um, BT dubs. We yeah. are uh, actually the, the episode we did with Davey Wavy about uh, the sex hotel. Yeah. Um, we when we went to Palm Springs film some behind the scenes footage. Um,
0: and my favorite part is the twirling
1: when I twirl. Yeah. When I just twirl without <laughs> with reckless abandon. <laughs> um, but we're gonna um post that hopefully it'll already be posted by the time this episode goes up are you posting this on thursday i hope so you? okay it's, so maybe should f- i not
0: because it's thanksgiving oh I don't know. happy maybe thanksgiving happy thanksgiving everybody if or, you're listening to us on the way to grandma's i want you to picture her boobs <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh no you can't you can't change that that just happened now it's like thinking about breathing yep Oh, now you're thinking about breathing and boobs. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Um Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving everybody. Sorry Native Americans. Um uh, oh, but uh in the davy wavy video, um, not only was that a really popular episode. I think that's now one of our most downloaded episodes. Um so in the episode we, leading up to and after we talk a lot about anxiety. So on on topic uh for this week. So check that out. Uh it's on our YouTube channel youtubecom podcast.
0: I anxiously await its posting.
1: Mm, that works. <laughs> um, uh, do, what are we gonna talk about about anxiety? Am I going first? you going first?
0: Um, I assumed that you had data. We usually start with boredom first.
1: incorrect. I have oh. no data.
0: okay. let's talk about anxiety okay what is anxiety because i didn't realize I started researching this how overloaded of a word it is Mm,
1: yeah there's a i did the same thing um yeah anxiety is uh like part of anxiety is a natural good thing if you're about to have a test you have anxiety that's good it's probably going to help motivate you to study or it's or it's understandable at least like um so there's a good component a natural component to anxiety there's also a bad component if that starts to affect your day-to-day life yep. and there are a lot of components to anxiety which exist. there's <laughs> there's definitely a list of them yes
0: there is do you have do you have that list there is well so so just to read first the wikipedia definition of anxiety which Can't go wrong with that. Mm -mm. Anxiety is an emotion characterized by an unpleasant state of inner turmoil, often accompanied by nervous behavior such as pacing back and forth, somatic complaints, that's shit going on with your body, and rumination, going over the same thought Mm. over and over again. It is the subjectively unpleasant feelings of dread over anticipated events, such as the feeling of imminent death.
1: Wow. Wow. (laughs) They just went to the, like,
0: the example. All right. Cool. Thanks, Wikipedia. Um... So, yeah, I mean, a bunch, of, a bunch of stuff that comes with it. Muscular tension, restlessness, fatigue, problems concentrating. Um, and as you said, anxiety can be appropriate. There is appropriate anxiety. It's, it's when experienced regularly that you may suffer from an anxiety disorder or if it is sufficient enough to cause a panic attack or yeah. other, other issues with your life. Like if, yeah. if, it's, if it's causing you problems in your life, then it is a problem for yeah. you yeah absolutely there's so many things that could just be boiled down to that yeah if yeah. you think it's a problem if it's causing you heartache it's a problem it's a Problem,
1: go see your therapist <laughs> yeah um yeah so there are different types like social anxiety uh pa- panic attacks uh what else is there
0: generalized anxiety disorder
1: general anxiety
0: yep existential anxiety can occur when oh, a person faces God. angst an existential crisis or nihilistic feelings
1: that's i uh, that's where my recent anxiety is at
0: yeah yeah yeah, the, the whole anxiety about, like, why? life has no meaning. Why? What
1: is even... <laughs> why do we do this?
0: Um, oh, I, I forgot to read this part, and I think it's really interesting. One way to think about anxiety is either whether it's short-term or long-term. Is it a state or is it a trait?
1: Mm. That
0: as a state, it's probably fine. As a trait, it's more likely to cause issues. Yeah. Like, we're going to talk more, I think, about personal stuff mm-hmm. later, and... I definitely have anxiety about things, but I wouldn't say that I suffer from it Hmm. for me. I think it is largely a state and for you. That's that's something that you you suffer from like you talk about it a lot as being a a big major impactful part of your existence.
1: Yeah, but then I but I don't really after doing research. I don't know. Oh, I don't. We'll see. I'm I got I started like I was like, maybe I don't have anxiety and Mm. then I did a bunch of research and then I was like, well, this is stupid. I'm, I'm, I don't have it. But then maybe I do. I don't know.
0: Give do anxiety about whether you have anxiety?
1: <laughs> yes. Great. Okay, we'll great. Do. Great. <laughs> um, I'm sure I've told you this before I forget if it was on the podcast. My mom had this crocheted framed uh, uh, quote that said, today is the tomorrow that worried you yesterday. And, I don't know where she got it, but that has always been in her room since I was a kid. And it was just because that was her. Like, that so represented her. Yeah. So if I do have anxiety, I wonder where I got it from.
0: I mean, I think it's also just how time works.
1: Tomorrow is the, a concept we will never arrive at. <laughs> yeah. Like, orgasm when you're on depression meds. Yeah well but it's the the worrying like the idea of that is every day you're worrying about the next day and it might get here like man that's some deep shit yep let me tell you about tell me one of the things that i think i most likely suffer from and i thought was super relevant to lgbt people um is social anxiety yeah that is one of the Types of anxiety uh, endless so um, on the National Social Anxiety Center because there is a center for anything um, they NSAC I mean yes <laughs> <laughs> according to NSAC <laughs> um, uh, they have an LGBT anxiety uh, section and we've talked like there's a lot that just unfortunately comes along with being LGBTQ and um, You have minority stress. There's like all the shit you have to go through internalized homophobia blah blah blah. And I think this is one that is very likely that a lot of people have and the top I'll just read the quotes that they put on the top and it just like made it so easy and clear on why that could be the case so social anxiety um, is around uh, Anxiety around other people feeling like you fit in feeling like other people are judging you when you're there To the point where it causes you distress Mm -hmm. to the point where you might adjust your behavior or are so worried about it you avoid it. Um, so the quotes they put at the top um, are I'm fundamentally different and don't fit in. These are like things LGBTQ people are, grow up hearing or believing. Mm-hmm. I'm not worthwhile unless I'm accepted by those I admire. Mm-hmm. I can't be accepted by others unless I meet their expectations. Oh, yeah. If someone got to know the real me, they wouldn't accept me.
0: Yeah, check, check, checkity, check. That's just oh. called being gay at Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving.
0: <laughs> yes, your grandma's a racist, <laughs> but just picture her
1: boobs again. Who yeah. um, oh, boobs are racist too. Um, uh, So like that, just all of those things, it's like, why would we have social anxiety? Why might I have social anxiety? And those are all the things that you grow up believing, um, especially if you're not out, especially if you're not an accepting uh, place Um, If you don't have an accepting family, those are the things that whether you know it or not are being reinforced day in and day out. And even if you have the most accepting family, those are things you see in the news, like the news items you talked about, like all like so many of them just basically say it is not okay to be gay. And that reinforces all of these beliefs. And actually, that was something I in through therapy only realized and connected um was oh shit like why do i not have self confidence and why do i look to others for my validation and it's like yeah because if i acted like myself people make fun of me Mm -hmm. so i had to look to other people (laughs) sorry it's okay that's pretty rude but um (laughs) uh you have to i have to look to other people to figure out what is the right behavior in any given moment. So that last one, if someone got to know the real me, they wouldn't accept me. Uh, and I can't be accepted by others unless I meet their expectations. Okay. I'm just reading the list again. <laughs> is yeah, it yeah, all like, yeah, yeah, all, yeah. but like, of course I didn't grow up having my own self-confidence and trusted everyone else and, and use their opinions of me to decide if I was worthwhile or not. Yep. So I never grew up trusting my own instincts and, and feelings of self-worth.
0: Yep i mean it all of that makes sense like biologically too right like a lot of anxiety is because of your amygdala your amygdala is what senses threat like i need to run from this lion so it doesn't eat me and it kicks in your fight or flight response right i like, need to
1: run to this bear and maybe he will eat me.
0: either you need to punch it in the dick or run away from it so it doesn't eat you <laughs> and and so as we evolved and we're social creatures our amygdala can kick in for symbolic reasons or thinking about the future Which is something that animals don't do much of planning. Yeah, um, and so we're just sort of the victims of we're animals Yeah, <laughs> and so that very necessary important part of our physiology to kick in the dick or run um,
1: That's the famous
0: phrase. When encountering (laughs) a challenging situation, you either
1: kick in the dick or run.
0: (laughs) But it gets turned on for other reasons now. Yeah. yeah. And for some people, especially gay people, it is so threatening to be gay and you work so hard to hide it if you're in the closet and you're in a dangerous situation growing up that... Of course, your amygdala is going to be trigger happy. Yeah, yeah. Just by virtue of living through it every day for however many years. Yeah. And you're constantly looking at
1: other people worrying they'll find out worrying what they think of you thinking that everyone has their eyes on you. This is something that's weird about social anxiety It is where it's there's like a weird selfish component almost like everyone is looking at me
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that and I don't it's so weird for me to realize that Portion of it because it's both i feel like i have no self-worth and i'm worried that everything i do is stupid also everyone's only looking at me yeah, so yeah, like yeah, i don't yeah. it's such a weird combination of things
0: yeah and I, i'm not i'm not telling you anything that you don't know it's not going to help and people give two shits about other people that's i mean right?
2: I, <laughs> yeah
1: i mean all of this like anxiety there are rational thoughts like that you need to like to your therapist. I don't know what I'm talking about but like rational thoughts you need to remind yourself and yeah one of them is like if you see someone else do something stupid like on the street like oh I tripped everyone's looking at me if you see someone else trip you're like Well, oh, whatever and then two seconds later you're thinking about you're back in your own shit no yep. one cares everyone
0: has their own head up their ass so yeah, far
1: yeah it's like a weird I this is no one cares about you. I mean, that's like a not exactly, but like no one cares. Yep. <laughs> Everyone is so self centered and in their own heads that they don't care what you do and they forget it two seconds later. Yep. Unless you kick them in the dick.
0: Yep or run for no reason. I that's think that true. would probably stick. In yeah, yeah. A well, bit. Then you'd be like that's a great way Next time let's do that. Let's go to an awkward situation and just like mid-sentence run away like <laughs> as fast as you can run away. But
1: again, people would be so super self-centered they'd be like am I in danger right now? Do I need to get out of here? What the fuck is happening? <laughs>
0: Oh, it's interesting.
1: Oh, I was going to lastly mention that I did just a search on iTunes to see if any other podcasts talk about this. And
0: <laughs> <laughs> we like to joke that feelings come out of you as burps. And
1: I, wow. <laughs> I cut all of our burps. Oh, so you, I guess that's your decision now. Wow. That like was a rolling thunder
0: is <laughs> th- a, a burp crescendo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, uh, our friends at The Gays Are Revolting, which is an Australian podcast. So yep. if nothing else, they have hot accents, um, but they are also attractive. Um, they talk about social anxiety. Uh, Luke, in particular, um, talks about a lot of mental health issues, including social anxiety. Um, so their episode on September 13th um, at 4, 42. 55 if you want to hear more uh, <laughs> and Australian perspectives on it. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's... Can just be a part of being gay.
0: Yeah. It is. Yeah. I think the data shows that, not that either of us have data this time.
1: No. Yeah. Wow. Really let everyone down
0: this time. <laughs> yeah.
1: Should I go on to my next segment? Or
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: I just had an idea for a segment. Oh. It just wrote itself and we can do it whenever. Let's do so. it now. Oh. Okay. Um In our Facebook group today. Somebody posted a question. I'm going to find it, and I'm going to read it. Mm -hmm. And then we can talk about it.
1: That sounds like a good plan.
0: Um, I work on a college campus and interact with students all the time. One big thing I've noticed this semester is that more students seem to be suffering from depression and anxiety. Yesterday, I spoke with one about his depression and stresses. It was interesting because I had just started listening to Mike and Kyle's early episode on depression like 15 minutes prior to talking with the student. What is causing this rise among college students and then some people weighed in um and here's one response well going by my own anxiety and depression issues i'd say it's having an insurmountable amount of debt going into or thought of for Mm. those still in college a saturated workforce hoping to find a job using their overpriced degree and a looming uncertainty of the future factor in the thought that it may not matter anyway with the effects climate change is having on the (laughs) environment not to mention corporate and political greed that seems to be running rampant it may not
1: matter that's the excess existential shit yeah I mean, we might be dead soon anyway yeah so whatever uh and then in the, in the future where the global climate crisis has hit a peak the only valuable job will be firefighter
0: yeah. <laughs> yep so that
1: shit's gonna be on fire
0: yep but this this idea that like it's hard to be a millennial or whatever mm-hmm. is after millennial because gen z okay boomer you fucked it all up yep um, Yeah what do you think about that but like, i don't i don't hear you saying those kinds of things but uh, how, does this speak to you
1: um i feel very fortunate in that um i am very intelligent no um, <laughs> <laughs> um, that i um i think i graduated like a couple years before that No, it was, yeah it was, uh, two years before the giant market crash um, where people were like extending college by a year, freaking out about getting jobs. So I was fortunate to, that I was in a good business program. My parents paid for my college, which is a very privileged position to be in. Um, I came out of college with zero. That's not true. A little bit of debt, but mostly um, uh, paying back my parents for international travel. I That's first world problems. Um, and got a good job at... So i i think i i missed that a little bit um and th- yeah that that was just pure luck it's i'm no smarter than the people that came two years after me or um it I was just lucky the time i graduated
0: my perception of people in their early 30s is actually that you were like one of the last ones to make it that it was happening mm. while you were there yeah and um because there are a lot of people that are 32 33 34 that are Struggling,
1: there. yeah. I mean, yeah. I meet people a year younger than me that are like, I got this deg- this business degree, and I am working as as a waiter because I can't find a job in the corporate world. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with working as a waiter, especially if like that's how you're making your ends meet. But yeah, the the promise of college degrees has not been fulfilled. Yeah. Um, I would also like my first reaction actually to, um the the original post that you mentioned. OP mm-hmm. um, is partly it could be just because we're talking about it more. The younger people get, the more we're talking about mental health issues. So it might just be boomers, older generations just shut the fuck up about their mental problems. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I don't want to diminish the like issues that surround millennials or Gen Z people, but at the same time, like you're probably just hearing them more, which is, I mean, there's, it's a good thing that people are talking about it more and more.
0: Yeah. It's uh, the much maligned baby boomers and before them, the greatest generation. I actually feel sorry for them. I have, mm-hmm. I have sincere pity for the fact that they are so repressed by, yeah. by the time that they grew up in that you just don't talk about feelings. Like yeah. I don't remember my grandparents ever like touching each other. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, yeah,
0: Much less saying, I love you. Like, yeah. And, um, and I, I think it's gotten a little bit better with boomers. Like they've tried to, repair some of that but there's some serious like emotional stunting <laughs> that goes with those generations absolutely it, it, I think it is getting better yeah. at, at least that's my perception
1: yeah me too uh,
0: a couple of other theories that came from the Facebook thread Um, I'm not an undergrad anymore but much of my depression and anxiety comes from an insane pressure I put on myself to succeed and be damn near perfect mm, I relate to that which the the overachieving gay that's a that's a stereotype mm-hmm. that's a that's a uh, archetype yeah right that you're r- running away from your gayness so hard that you're just going to be fucking perfect at everything else to make up for it.
1: Is that why you do that?
0: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you just saved me
1: like a thousand
0: dollars of therapy right there. So that's cool. Your what? Your 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 presence is payment enough, Kyle. <laughs> that's weirdly sweet. Um. Um.
1: Yeah. Uh. Whenever I am anything short. Of Leslie Nope from Parks and Recreation mm-hmm. I'm Think I'm failing
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah Yeah. She's not real
0: Some of this is also universal like, like, I have this theory that everybody even the most successful people Look at fucking Donald Trump and what a man baby He is but we're all walking through The earth just being Feeling like we're fucking up That's just just part of the human experience, feeling like you are a failure.
1: See, I think Donald Trump is a good example of people that don't think they are. I think he legitimately thinks he's amazing. And I think there are people out there. I think you're right that most people are not like that. But I think there are egotistical douchebags that just think they are the jam slam a dam, and nothing will change their mind.
0: I think it's compensation. Mm. I think that that is overacting to compensate for... A gnawing, total lack of self-worth. His daddy never loved him.
1: Mm. Because he couldn't show emotions. Yep. It all ties together, Mike. Uh, interweaving tapestry of thuck.
0: Here's one. It's not different from the other ones, but I I think it it was an interesting take on it. The baby boomers are hoarding all of the resources for themselves and destroying the planet. And kids basically have to sell their immortal soul to the boomers to go to college anymore. (laughs) There's a lot to be anxious about.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's facebook.com slash group slash podcast.
0: <laughs> if you want to have these kinds of uplifting conversations in your life.
1: We also post funny gay memes. That's true. So you get a good, uh, good variety of shit going on in the Facebook group. Man, we're doing either really good or this is horribly bad at promotional stuff. I um, mean,
0: I think if I was a listener of our show and I am not... i would would skip over the context stuff at the end because it's just so much
1: yeah well don't tell people they can do that there's no skip button on your podcast app (laughs) um my next thing
0: yeah
1: i'm actually weirdly excited to talk about this okay performance anxiety
0: oh my god yes
1: (laughs) this is actually one of the things surprisingly that we get I feel like I've talked to people now that more and more people know that like we're chill people to talk to about sex stuff and weird sex stuff that people have asked about or talked about either on the Facebook group or personal friends. Um, So I think this is one of those things that is really uncomfortable do you talk mean specifically
0: about? sexual performance anxiety or like performance anxiety, like right I'm... before
1: a football game?
0: Okay. Okay, great. No, I was kidding. Yes. Sexual. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, that's also performance anxiety. Oh,
1: <laughs> I didn't, I just always assume performance. anxiety.
0: You mean, does my dick work? Yep. Okay. Yep. Here we go.
1: Yep. Getting it up. Um, <laughs> uh, so, or actually some of the, I started reading data, but then I thought this was more interesting, but like it could be either, uh, not being able to get hard or coming too fast. Like there are two kind of sides to the coin.
0: Um, or getting hard and not coming at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I, I, read this article that I really liked, uh, about men generally not specific to, um, any specific orientation. Um, but, uh, it was on the Guardian in October, 20, 2018 by Siren Kale. Watch out. It might have Ebola.
0: I'm going to toss his salad.
1: <laughs> um, and it is called erectile dysfunction, performance anxiety. Oh, no, this is just the URL. Truth, modern, no, I don't know what that means. Okay. Um, so what, what uh, Siren is saying is, um, first, more men believe they have erectile dysfunction when actually they're just anxious about their sexual performance. And it's one of those self-fulfilling prophecies. If you're anxious about, if it happens once and you become anxious about your sexual performance or getting hard or coming, then it, it will, it's uh, like Dick circle of like, then you're anxious about it. Then you're not going to get hard. Then it happens again. And now you think you have erectile dysfunction. And now you're in this weird spot where it's, you're kind of stuck there
0: yep next thing you know you're a virgin again
1: (laughs) it's been so (laughs) long uh jesus blesses you and you get to start over Mm -hmm. um and uh this i think in particular this can happen to people that are young Mm -hmm. and one of the the challenges if it everyone the point is everyone has this happened to them at some point? Yep. Could be because of alcohol. Could be just, it's not the right situation for you. It could, like, there are a lot of reasons it can happen. Yep. But especially if you're in your 20s, you're like, how is this happening to me when I'm so young? Oh, shit, this is a problem. Yep. When really it's just a one-time thing. And, and we only think about it as older people have it. And it's not something you talk to your bros about. Like, right. Yeah, yeah, Like, man, yeah. couldn't get it up last night. Vicky was pissed. Yeah. What do you guys do? <laughs> yeah anyone yeah. want to fuck vicky for me
0: i forget if i've told you this or not but uh, um i hadn't been out very long but uh early on in trevor and i's relationship i had sexual performance issues so much so that i got on cialis for a while hmm. and um it was bad enough that i was questioning whether i was gay Because all of the sex that I ever had with my wife, getting it up and finishing never not never a uh, never a problem. And so then the fact that I suddenly started having problems with the right gender, Mm -hmm. I was all in my head about it. Which didn't help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So I was like Well, I definitely into dudes, why isn't this working? Which would then make it work even less well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, why do you think that is? Why do I think what is?
1: Uh that you had that uh sexual performance issues.
0: I mean, I think I think this dick spiral is is exactly <laughs> part of it. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Um I also think that it was a very 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 stressful time in my life. Um the divorce mm. and all of that was um pretty rough and I also think in a weird I don't know. I don't it's it's murky. This is like 10 years ago now, but um uh I also think I was training for half marathons at that point, and that's not good for your body. Is
1: that a euphemism? Like you were doing long jerk off sessions y-
0: Yes, but I was outdoors running while I did it. <laughs>
1: <That's> so impressive! <laughs> can you tap your head and s- rub a circle on your stomach? <laughs> can you run and jerk off at the same time? Is <laughs> the question?
0: Yes, yes, I can. Okay, um, But but I, I think that I was um I was my body was super stressed out. Yeah, and that in part I was trying to cope with all of the stress going on in my life by working out a whole bunch Mm -hmm. anyway
1: yeah yeah um yeah and I've definitely had those spirals of anxiety and I don't know that I'm even totally out of that like that absolutely still happens sometimes
0: also Mm -hmm. um since I don't know it feels recent but I, I, I won't try to put a time frame on uh the discovery of the power hold on I'm not expecting this to work for everybody. If it, if you try this and it doesn't work for you, that's okay. Mm -hmm. There's still nothing wrong with you. For me, one thing that really, really worked was just having the bravery to say, I might not get hard and that's okay. Yeah. 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 And then just admitting that communicating that removes so much of the pressure that it actually is easy. Yeah. To, to perform. So, um, I I think just, just getting past that shame and that anxiety and communicating it is a big help. Yeah. Yeah. At least it was for me.
1: I, yeah, no, I, I, and that is one of the things that hopefully as like, I, I feel like as I've gotten older, been better at communicating and better at understanding even my, in my sexual like hookups, like there's so much pressure on the erection and the orgasm. Like those are things that are like, those are the stars of the show and there is so much fun stuff to do even if neither of those happen like Um,
0: naps. Fuck. I love naps.
1: (laughs) Just cuddle naps. Yes. So sexual. Um, (laughs) um, yeah. So I, I completely agree. Like being down to like, like fool around, have a lot of fun. Uh, even if you don't get hard can help. And yeah, I mean, I don't know that I'm bold enough to communicate it directly, but, um, but yeah, that can absolutely help. Um, some of the other challenges uh, Paul Nelson, founder of Frank Talk. Thank you, Paul Nelson, for having a name so easy even I can't fuck it up. It's mm-hmm. Probably like Paul Nelson. Um, <laughs> an online support it has... Uh, frank Talk is a online support group for men with ED.
0: Oh. Um, I thought it was about a guy named Frank. Yep. Uh, it's about <laughs> Frank Ocean. It's about your Frank and not your beans. <laughs>
1: I don't think i get it but i still like it um uh so he says quote uh, not frank paul paul says quote men are supposed to always want sex and be ready to go when you don't live up to that code you're excluded from the men's club yep and i think that's i mean i'm sure that's true of straight people straight people don't talk about their feelings um but in, with gay people like you are so sexualized and you're expected to want to have sex all the time we have uh, a lot of sex culture yeah and so if you don't do that, like how many people talk to their gay friends about being able to get it up like that? I mean, straight or gay, like
0: that's just not, or by that's why I'm telling bi- tens of people on this podcast. Yes.
1: <laughs> well, since you fuck so many listeners now, everyone knows Mike, not get it. Right. Not get it up. Um, then there's this also like the uninformed partner may think, what is it about me that is causing this? I thought, you were into me and you're not and that is this kind of self-blaming thing that doesn't help anyone because this happens to everyone and it is not about you it is not your fault there's not and like if if that is happening to someone do a bunch of other fun shit yeah if they don't get hard cool like find other shit you want to do you then get to get a blowjob like yeah (laughs) So it could be better (laughs) well i'm hard so go ahead and work that out um and specifically for gay men i'm embarrassed to well one of these things for gay men they they pointed out in this article um one both of these really relate to me um and i feel uncomfortable about it first it is uh could be could fuel people to have more casual encounters i don't care about this person this is a one-time thing if I don't get hard, they don't know me They, you know, worst case Scenario, they think I'm stupid Or hate me or whatever, they leave, I'm done with it
0: Oh, okay, okay And,
1: well, partly I also like the like The newness of, like, hooking up with someone And, like, the dirtiness, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That actually helps me a little bit on the, like But, yeah, Your like,
0: men are like tissues They use them and throw them away
1: Oh, yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, they use me okay. I'm like their tissue <laughs> They're dirty, dirty <laughs> Um, Also, this is uncomfortable. Partly for gay men, the answer could be be a bottom. Yeah. And that's partly like, <laughs> I think that's one of the reasons that, especially in hookups, I say that I'm a bottom because if I have issues getting it up, it doesn't matter because I'm the bottom. So like
0: I, my hole as a whole, it does not need to get erect. Should I wish I knew before I started bottoming though, like- you might not get hard and mm. that's pretty Normal yeah I thought like I don't Have an erection I must not be having fun mm. Like <laughs> <laughs> which, is, yeah. which is dumb
1: no it, but No no, it's uh, not yeah no it's not to, like Or, or eh, I think that's so common For people to think that yeah. and then That is one of those things that then takes you Out of the, like why aren't I hard then it takes you out Of the moment and then you actually don't have fun so it Like a lot of the, so much of this is a self Fulfilling prophecy yep. um, Yeah I think I mean in either Top bottom like whatever role you are, like a lot of times when you masturbate, you don't do those positions. So your body is not used to, (laughs) you're not used to getting fucked and jerking off and being hard. Like, and that's where sometimes like butt plugs are like playing with yourself, like helps you like your body be like, Oh, this is cool. This is fun. You like this. So,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, but yeah. And I think that's why I always say like I am in my relationships verse, Um, but in hookups bottom and people don't believe me, but fuck off. Um, but I'm, uh, I don't believe you. Yeah. Everyone's like, no. I'm like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Believe men. No. Oh yeah. Believe men. (laughs) (laughs) That's the big push we're all making right now. No, but, uh, in relationships I've grown to trust that person and I have less of that anxiety. I trust that person to the point where they know if I don't get hard, it's cool. Like, yeah. and so that reduces that anxiety. So that helps. Like I like topping. It's, I don't know if you know this, but it feels really good to pick, put your dick in shit, not in shit and stuff. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> in people. I mean, do what you want to do, but yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah, th- I think this is a question we we've gotten asked, or at least I've gotten asked personally since we started the podcast. And also, if you are the top, there's, I said, there's lots of fun things to do. Start by fingering them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like I sometimes forget how into that I am. Like, like by starting there, they're getting the like they get to receive something anally. That's the least exciting way I've described. Very
0: fingering. clinical of you.
1: <laughs> um, <clears throat> Do go on a mission to find their prostate With your finger like that's a lot of fun
0: Have your fingers talk to each other Like they're explorers (laughs) Lewis and Clark (laughs) Hey buddy what's over there
1: Did you find gold (laughs) California Western expansion oh I got off topic Um yeah so like Watch out for the brown
0: bear uh, in that cave uh, (laughs) No
1: jackpot Okay um (laughs) yeah like And and if and, and sometimes Like what that's done is like that's So fun and I and there's like well, now we're doing this fun thing where I'm like penetrating with my fingers that then I get excited and get hard. Yep. If not, it's cool. Like you can still, you know, do stuff, but, yep. um, so basically, oh, and <laughs> something else that I think is interesting that I, like I was thinking about is like straight people don't have that option. Straight yeah. people don't have like, they don't have those roles necessarily. So that I think probably for them even more, it's like the focus is on like, if you're not hard, like, I guess you got to get pegs then, like you know, like what? <laughs> there's oh. not
0: the yeah, but I mean, there's more life than penetration. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I could see that being one of the. Just ask a lesbian. <laughs> so true. Um. So yeah, you're fine no matter what, and fine, and sex can be fun no matter what.
0: Yes, that's the takeaway. I agree. Cool. Don't have anxiety.
1: <laughs> My rights here.
0: Okay.
1: Oh, <laughs> Fucking work god damn it oh do you need to do something
0: no okay i think it's okay for me to not be available at work for two hours in the nighttime yeah <laughs> yeah uh new segment yeah okay uh this is really fast and then and then we can get to the to the other thing so um talking about existential yeah. anxiety oh boy the philosopher soren Kierkegaard, in the concept of anxiety i'm in, glad you said that name and not me. in 1844, Described anxiety or dread associated with the, quote, dizziness of freedom. Hmm. That anxiety is really about having freedom and having too many choices. And suggested the possibility for positive re- resolution of anxiety through the self-conscious exercise of responsibility and choosing. That being deliberate. That making choices will reduce anxiety. And I think that's really interesting.
1: Hmm. Like... <clears throat> Me when I qu- just quit my job.
0: Yeah. And it, lots of things have gotten better for you in the last <laughs> week or whatever.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My... Do you have, like, this en- existential anxiety?
0: <clears throat> sometimes. Sometimes I do. Mine is more associated with depression than with anxiety of, like, what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> like, when you're, like, laying in bed and can't get out of bed because mm-hmm. you don't want to do anything because... Mm-hmm. Who fucking cares about anything?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean like, yeah, I just think like at the end of the day, I'm gonna die. Like, why not just move that data up a little bit? Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. I get um, it. Yeah. Um so but I mean, something that has helped is just recently I put together, like, what do I want to achieve by next year? And I think that's that goes into, like, those making decisions. Like, having goals is like, okay, I do have a purpose. I have something I'm working for, something I care about.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and even, like, some of the things we've already talked about, right? Like, for me, anyway, saying out loud to somebody, I might not get hard and that's okay. I'm still having fun. That's a choice. That's a decision. That's about, like, the anxiety that's in my head that's fucking up with my life i'm making a choice to express it and change the scenario
1: yeah that's true like there there are so many things i mean i think more around depression for me but like when i say them out loud they seem so small compared to when i was thinking and swirling yeah. in my head and like that's something that's really helpful that i've had you for of like being able to say here's what's causing me issues i guess also anxiety then it, you can take whatever has been swirling and make it a real... Like, here's the real thing, mm-hmm. though. And it's not as big of a thing as you thought it was.
0: Shreya says, the stewing is worse than the doing.
1: Yeah, that that line is so good. Um, Shreya, who was in our D&D episode very early on. Mm-hmm. That's, I still really like that episode. Yeah. It's weird, but I like it. <laughs> um, Anyway, yeah.
0: So, now what?
1: Well, okay, that kind of goes back to my... So, I was doing research on all of this and then wondering if I have anxiety and
0: you do great end of segment
1: really do you <laughs> you're a good like check of my like <laughs> mental issues you'll be like no that's crazy or like no that's normal
0: I think like one way a defense against the anxiety of whether you have anxiety or not would be to <laughs> convince yourself that you don't have it that's one strategy your brain could be employing to feel better well like, n- no no it makes me feel worse because uh, <laughs> if you don't have anxiety what the fuck's wrong with you
1: exactly am okay. i just does everyone go through this and i'm just making it up or, or or this is so common everyone deals with this and i'm just like whining about it like mm-hmm. th- that was one of my fears and then like talking about this brought up all of that to the forefront of like Maybe this is just what everyone goes through and i'm gonna talk about like this thing happens and that things happen i gonna be like we all deal with that all the time
0: I okay, so People don't believe it about you i've said it before i said on the weddings episode and that made the cut Which I was happy you come off so effortless and fun and bubbly and social in in real life And so much so that people don't believe How socially anxious you are hmm. But I know you and I see it and it's it's real. It's for sure a thing like that's it's it's that helps. Does it? Yeah. Okay.
1: (laughs) Just yeah. Just being able to say like, yes, this is a real thing like when I go to you every time I have sex and I'm like, I definitely have HIV like that I know is crazy. And you're like, you're crazy. And I'm like, that's like, yeah. So like getting the the flip side, the validation of like, yes, it is real. Not everyone. I think it's also like, not everyone goes through that is helpful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I I mean, I, I see people who love you and care about you and you know, they love you and care about you and people that I know that you care about and love to see you have to like, struggle to figure out how to be around them (laughs) because 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 the whole thing makes you anxious Is uh some of it's subtle but some of it's not and it's it's clear that it's something that affects you yeah and that's not that's not crazy at all that's for sure a real thing that's actually happening yeah we can all see it that's not gonna help
1: (laughs) (laughs) great thanks mike um so i wrote down As I felt anxiety this week. Yep. To give some examples. Should I? Yeah. Should I get into that? Okay. Do we have time for this? (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. I won't go through all of them. I realized one of the Mm. biggest things that I I have anxiety on on a regular basis is getting a lift.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I dread. I I usually look for a car to go nearby where you can just like rent it and drive yourself. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Um, control that's good yeah. okay yeah
1: oh god i didn't realize how much control is you have, have to worry about to finding you... the car
0: you don't have to worry about talking to them or not talking uh, to them you don't have to worry about leaving shit in the car you don't have uh, to well, worry I about like do have to worry about I leaving shit in the car <laughs>
1: but it's it's not that i don't have anxiety about that um cuz then you're on the highway and there's cars driving past you and like what are they doing and um but in a lift yeah like i dread when i have to order a lift and Pretty much the entire Lyft ride, I hate. Like, I hate I hate it. And, okay, the worst thing ever happened to me uh, just the other day. Okay. I ordered Lyft. Mm-hmm. I was in, like, a weird, like, kind of parking lot area. So I didn't know if he would know where to go. And then, because there are lots of little streets. And then I knew that where he would pick me up might be... There might be a person behind him. So then I would have to rush to get in so that they like he wasn't stopped for too long. And then when his car got there, it was a dumb, stupid car that the handles weren't in the right place. So when I saw it, I was like, I think there's only a front door. Like Mm -hmm. there's like there aren't back doors on this. So I got in the front.
0: Oh, was the handle like up by the window? Yes. Oh, those are the worst. I always forget. And then I'm like, what magic is this?
1: And then it was like. But that was a stupid thought because it was an SUV. Of course <laughs> unless the whole thing is the trunk, like of course there was and but I don't wasn't gonna sit there like trying to get into his car or like open the front door and be like, How do you get into the back door? So we got in the front. Oh wow. And the seat was moved up real like, you know, far like a cab. I didn't want you there either. Because he like <laughs> and it was like a 25 minute ride and it was the worst thing ever (laughs) like there were times where i thought like how do i ask him to pull over so i can get in the back or like (laughs) can i just get out right here and change the plans i need to be out here on the highway bye like i um
0: it's not going to help and i'm going to say it anyway yeah Do you know how many fucking assholes there are in the world that give zero fucks, that have no sense of consideration whatsoever, that would just let that guy have somebody pull up behind them, that would say to the dude, hey, how the fuck do I open your car? Like, that person is used to, being a Lyft driver, they are used to far, far worse in the universe than anything you could possibly throw at them. Yeah. And and yet, I I don't expect that to help, I'm just
1: Um, No, I wish i could have more of that mentality and that's like part of being assertive that i'm really bad at at like you can you're allowed to ask people to turn up the ac if you're in a cab yeah i i or turn off your
0: goddamn music
1: oh god no you can't do that <laughs> no wait no i'm serious oh. would you tell someone to turn off their music no oh okay okay god that made me nervous
0: but i would sure rage at them in my head about it if i hated it
1: <laughs> oh yeah yeah um and the fact that they rate you afterwards. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. My rating is, like, not as good as I would want it to be.
0: Which it would be perfect, but it's not that. So. Well, I mean, or at is least, it like, a 4.9. Okay. All Do right. they... Because... You know what? The We're going to talk about me now. The largest source of anxiety in my world is the male.
1: Oh, I hate the male. I <laughs> avoid the male... <laughs>
0: Yeah. Even if I know that there's nothing bad in it, I will assume that there's something terrible in there mm-hmm. and that by not opening it, somehow it will magically not happen or mm-hmm. matter. Mm-hmm. That's weird. <laughs> that's fucked up.
1: My Uber rating, which I have not taken a long time, but at least where I'm at, 4.74.
0: See, that's still like, that's like almost all fives and then like a 1-1 because somebody had a shitty day. Or... But what
1: did I, why didn't they give me a? Why did they do that? I don't know. Well, I won't. Okay.
0: Um, Maybe they figured out that you're gay. That's true. Um, Okay, great. That was one thing.
1: No, No, I've done the mail. And like, okay, so like going back to does it affect your life? I have not checked my mail for, mm, I'd say, nine months. Um, Yeah. That was kind of my longest streak. And that was something I went into my therapist and I was like, I have not checked my mail and I don't, and then I finally checked it. And then I had the stack of mail that I didn't go through. And I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like one of my goals with her was to go through my mail, which again, like that makes me feel stupid. That has to be a goal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did have like bills that I, that went into collections because I yeah. could not get myself to. Yeah.
0: It's also, it's a little bit on them who uses fucking paper anymore. You dick bags
1: dick bags you're a big bag of dicks um anytime okay this is for y'all or something that happens with y'all both of you whenever i send something to either of you in our group chat especially if it's something like
0: fuck you guys i hate you
1: yeah but i I mean like something like (laughs) feedback on something or like something that potentially could be taken or interpreted as bad and you don't respond until you respond. Like I sent you this, the Davey wave video mm. and the mm. entire time I was like, Oh, he watched it and he thinks he sucks. <laughs> no, well, how am I going to change it? Okay. I guess I'll just go ahead and change it. Okay. Maybe we'll just delete it. Like until you reply, I hate like, I, and that is nothing that you all need to change. That is me. But like the moment I send this, I'm like, okay, they both hate me. And, um, that's horrifying.
0: Our messaging is working. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Confirm that one. Um, something that gives me regular anxiety is every time I hang up for a conference call, mm. I have a lot of clients, so a lot of conference calls, whenever I say goodbye, I physically grimace. I can't not make a physical... Reaction to feeling uncomfortable about the whole goodbye saying process. Because I want to say bye and hang up, but you have to say goodbye. You have to wait for them. And then they say something like, have a good day. So you have to say you too. And then you say bye again. Like, it's like, there's an entire goodbye process that I hate. And it's like, mm.
0: ugh. at least they're not on camera. Mine are on camera. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also not going to help. If you just said goodbye and hung up, then they'll think i was being mean they will not they'll be like they'll be like Why phone, didn't calls, you? phone calls phone calls and sometimes mm. and then they will move on with their life
1: i can't um yeah i have too many i'm trying to pick the best ones um anytime i'm walking reynolds mm-hmm. when i see another dog up mm-hmm, ahead mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i usually either turn down or mute my music just in case they might talk to me mm. and i hate seeing other dogs Mm-hmm. but then I want Reynolds to like sniff other dogs so I want it to be like for him see all this stuff like this is the, like this might just be stupid and everyone deals with this
0: no no it's not stupid <laughs> both of you are it's like... Well, uh, I mean th- th- it's also a matter of degrees yes everyone deals with this yes everyone deals with this kind of stuff it's just a question of how uncomfortable is it how much does it impact you and then how often and does it? impact your ability to enjoy your life, right? Like, I don't identify with the lift thing nearly as strongly as you do. I have thoughts. Like, when I'm waiting for the Uber, I'm like, oh, is there a good place for him to pull over? When I get in, I'm like, oh, God, how much talking do I have to do? Don't want to do a bunch of talking. But you always want to do... do a bunch of talking. That's a lie. I compensate for that anxiety by talking.
1: Oh. And, but,
0: uh, just, but I also, I get out of the Uber and then I'm fine about it. And but you like these things linger for you and impact your ability to like go and places I, <laughs> effectively. Yeah, I don't like, like
1: calling lists.
0: Yeah, it's, so my, the, just yes, everyone deals with these things, maybe just not as severely or as often as you do. So I and I, I think this is a useful exercise. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Um. I mean, we talked a lot about social anxiety, but like I have not talked about like the way that impacts me is sometimes I don't go to things. Mm-hmm. I just especially like my core group of friends I feel great like about those and going to those I don't always go because I'm depressed but 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 like that is not out of anxiety mm-hmm. when I'm going anywhere with people I don't know or people I kind of know or even people I've met many times but are just not regular people I hang out with I dread
0: mm-hmm.
1: and sometimes that means I just don't go sometimes I go and I drink so that I Get through it. I, that's actually something that I realized only like within the past few years of like the fact that I have anxiety. Uh, so like standing up at a restaurant and trying to find the bathroom is like horrible because mm-hmm. it's, like, I don't know why the, because it's stupid. Like, cause what if you can't find where it is? And then everyone thinks you're a stupid person. And what if you walk into the kitchen and they're like, you don't, this isn't where you be accidentally
0: <laughs> shit in the soup.
1: <laughs> um, And then one time I had, I had like had a few drinks and I didn't, I just stood up and I walked around and looked for it. And I was like, oh my God, I don't have to think and worry about, I just walk and find the bathroom. I was like, oh, I have so much anxiety about going into new places or places I don't know about. And like, that's probably feeds into like my control issues. If I don't know a place, I hate it. So I need to know the place or do you ever look up pictures in advance so you know like the layout and where to go like walking to a new coffee shop is horrifying because like where do you order
0: Mm -mm, no oh god (sighs) no but it makes sense i mean some of that is just effective strategies for dealing with your anxiety about it right like it's it's a Sort of abnormal behavior, but it makes <laughs> yeah. sense why. Like yeah. you, you know, you're you're problem solving it away. Yeah. Um
1: although then if you go in a place too much and they start to know your name, then oh, you're like, yeah. oh man, I've been here too much. They probably think I'm like really too attached to this place.
0: Oh, I want to go somewhere where everybody knows my name. The theme song to cheers, I want that in no. my
1: life. I want to my goal is to walk through the crowd unnoticed i want no one to see me or notice me
0: you're six foot three that's not gonna happen i know it's so
1: (laughs) annoying and i don't play basketball
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah um okay some other some other things like every single time i talk to somebody at tsa suddenly I think I'm a terrorist
1: oh my god I I, definitely have a bomb in my bag and I'm like did I forget that I have a
0: bomb in my bag did I
1: accidentally buy a bomb and put it in my bag
0: yep (laughs) yeah 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 um when I'm at the grocery store anytime I have to put my hands in my pockets like to get my phone or just because I'm have a list and it's I think they're gonna they're gonna see that and they're gonna think I stole something Mm. I'm putting stolen merchandise in my pants and they're gonna catch me even no, yeah. that's not that's not true <laughs> that, and they give zero fucks yeah um we're all crazy kyle every single one of us
1: yeah we're all crazy in different ways
0: in different ways you all right yeah you have more to say no i just feel weird about this segment why
1: Cause i don't think i i don't think i had have it i don't know i just think i'm being stupid and i need to get over it but i don't know how to get over it
0: Mm. you're not being stupid Mm. i don't think you're being stupid
1: i feel ridiculous when i don't go to it's better when with people that really know me and get the mental health thing because then i they are very good about understanding um But with people that are not, when I'm like, I've so people also don't believe that I'm an introvert, Mm -hmm. similar to why people don't know that I have social anxiety. And when they're just like, no, just do this thing. Like, I'm like, no. And they're like, why not just do it? And I don't want to be like, because I am so tired of talking to you or I'm so like, I hate this so much. I need to leave. Like, I can't say that. So like, yeah. Yep. But it it was really great actually just this just recently happened with uh, Dan like you invited me to a uh, dr- uh Dracula the Dracula play and as like kind of forced had to force myself to go I hated I didn't tell you this I hated every minute of it <laughs> I it was from getting there to waiting in line to get a drink to sitting down to like usually I can like I'll start to watch like if you watch a play or a performance or a movie or something like you just get into that and then you're done I never stopped being anxious about being there and then when it ended I walked I just got up and left I didn't say goodbye mm-hmm. and then what was really sweet though is I texted you Dan and then I said like hey I left sorry like yeah you know then you feel shitty about leaving and then you're like oh god they hate me now that I left and didn't say bye and you have to and you said no worries thing. And like, you knew why I was like struggling to get there. And you just said like, no worries. Thanks for coming. That was really sweet.
2: Oh. I was glad to see you.
1: That's so nice of you. I was I-
2: glad you didn't get stuck at that one seat all by yourself in the back row. Although well, that- maybe you would have <sighs> just left in the middle of the performance then.
1: <laughs> maybe that was another thing that was like, no one's fault. I just got like a weird seat that was like, not with everyone else. And then I was like, I was like, like stood out so much. It was at the back and like these tall weird seats. And I was like, Oh my God. (laughs) It was. Yeah. Um, But yeah, thank you for not like, it's very nice to have friends that are just like, great. I appreciate you coming. Thanks. Like, and don't make it into a big deal. It like, it's very helpful. Yeah.
0: Everyone needs a Dan. Everyone needs a Dan. (laughs) Everyone needs a
1: group of friends that know about mental health And you can be honest about so that you can explain to them why things are happening. I am not not going because I don't like you or I don't want to be there. I am not going because this is terrifying to me. Yeah. I may show up, spend five minutes there and leave. And if they can be okay with that, that can help kind of reduce some of the anxiety around it.
0: Yep. Yep, yep, yep. You know what? What? Chicken butt. (laughs)
1: wow is that where we're at in our podcast no i
0: i agree That's why i worry about straight guys and toxic masculinity because they're not allowed to talk about these kinds of things and like imagine somebody who had like your level of anxiety that also like had to hang out with bros all the time
1: oh my god yeah like couldn't talk about this hat like yeah like you can't tell your bros like I'm really nervous about going to that play, bro.
0: Like, yeah, like, yeah, like we <laughs> wouldn't go to plays because they're gay. But that's I get, true. I get... Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Because they're straight. Yeah. Oh, oh, plays. Players plays are gay. Are gay. Yeah. yeah. Someone just recently like retweeted like Mr. Rogers, and they were like talking about like oh Mr. Rogers contributing to the metrosexuality of America, and like barf. I know, it, like this stupid like toxic masculinity bullshit, and yeah, I am. Not only a like anxiety and depression ridden person. I guess I can say that now that you've confirmed I have. Do I also have depression? Yes. Okay. Um, Jesus. Just just checking. (laughs) Um, And on top of that, I'm like super sensitive, so things affect me a whole lot. And like, especially when you're male, like that is not allowed. You're not supposed to be like that. So it's a. It's not only okay to be sensitive. That is a gift you've been given that you should take advantage of. And I'm saying that partially because I need to remind myself of that constantly.
0: Yep. Yep. Um, this is going to be an awkward segue. Are you you ready for awkward segues?
1: (laughs) Can I get more wine first?
0: No. Okay. I mean, we're we're talking about all these like ways to like maybe manage your anxiety, right? Like there, there are people for whom they manage their anxiety by, be OCD about stuff, which is what we're going to talk about in mm, Patreon.
1: Patreon segment. Right? Uh, fucking Dan is good.
0: Did great. I just do the whole Patreon segment in one sentence, though? That what? That p- some people deal with their anxiety by having OCD tics.
2: No, no, no. I'm talking about a very specific type of OCD during the Patreon segment oh. that maybe you experienced based on something mm. you talked about.
1: <gasps>
2: dun, dun,
1: dun. Wow. Patreon.com (laughs) slash (laughs) cash,
0: but did we do it?
1: Um, I I feel like I also want to say, like, I also recognize that my form of anxiety is not like there are people with agoraphobia who cannot leave their place. There are people with panic attacks that like. It is helpful to get the validation. Yes, you have this. No, this is not normal, but also there are people that have much stronger experience of this and like negatively inhibit their lives in much bigger ways so i don't want to pretend like i am just like it's all the same thing and and i think
0: comparing pain is stupid and you should stop okay other other people's experiences don't impact you and your experience of your own life
1: yeah but but my anxiety around <laughs> this <is dead. laughs> and never mind okay i'm done yeah then i'm done i'm done i'm done
0: so should we take a break let's take a break are you nervous about taking a break?
1: OCD? <laughs> OCD break?
0: Are you going to go pee urgently for the break?
1: Br- pee and drink. <coughs> Maybe at the same time. All right, break. Break.
0: This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. Are we back? We're back.
1: We're back. We're back. <laughs> um, we're going to do our Gay Societatus. We're
0: going to do our Gay Societatus, but first, our. Do I do this? Our website is gayishpodcast. You do this, okay? Oh, com. I didn't
1: say. But first, so that okay, the, the back and forth order. I get it now. Um, website uh, our all of our social media at gayishpodcaster slash gayishpodcast. We are on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, uh, uh, Facebook, YouTube, you. Um, and if you want to, uh, w- one of our I mentioned one of our recent Patreon segments was. Um, uh, interviewing Dan's daddy. If you want to go to Instagram, Dan put up a slideshow of himself, <laughs> which, if you didn't know, if Dan runs the Instagram. <laughs> but Instagram of him and daddy. So check it out.
0: Our hotline, you can send us text messages or leave us voicemails, especially if you're gayest and straightest, because we feature one from our audience each week, is 585 gayish. That's 585 542 9474, standard rate supply.
1: And our email is. Gmail. gmail at gayishpodcast.com that is not an error that is actually our email yep. and we love it um, we would love you to rate review subscribe or recommend if you enjoyed this um,
0: you guys i don't know if we've said this but recommend is like data shows us that that's like one of the biggest ways that people find podcasts yeah. so tell that faggot next door to listen to us
1: <laughs> and, um uh yeah you can like gayish and chill like be like (laughs) let's listen to this and then we'll death i'll definitely fuck you fuck our way to the top um but yeah that helps us grow and do more shit
2: yeah and we're still collecting trivia questions about mike and kyle for me to ask each of them for our 150th episode uh we love questions what's that do you have questions oh yeah Oh, do i have a lot of questions but oh, okay. i've also been qu- getting questions from our listeners if oh, that's okay. what you meant yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh yeah uh so send those directly to me um uh almost everybody is doing this correctly send those to fucking dan at gayishpodcast.com um that means that kyle and mike won't see them and find out the questions ahead of time um i'll be collecting them sorting them sending them to mike to answer the questions that are about him sending them to kyle to answer the question anyway i'm talking too much uh, <laughs> send me an email put 150 in the subject line if you like me uh and that'll help me sort things easier and uh get those in soon we've just got a couple weeks left before that, that so up. weird yeah. the year's
0: over
1: are we doing that episode live are we doing a live stream of that episode
0: Hey, let us know. Is that what you want, kids? We did that yeah.
1: last time. Well, okay. We won't we won't plan right now.
2: I think we should. If yeah, you want should. a live stream, email <laughs> Mike at gayishpodcast.com. If you don't want a live stream, email Kyle at gayishpodcast.com. <laughs> this is a good um, plan.
1: No, I think we should do it. We'll we'll uh, more info to come. More to come. More to come. I'm Dan. Davey Wavy. Wavy. More come. More come. <laughs> come. I'm Dan now. Um gayest and straightest.
0: Let's do our gayest and straightest do we go first yeah okay open
1: my mouth oh wait what
0: the gayest thing about me oh this you week okay was that i represented the seattle seahawks at a gsba gala raising money for scholarships for queer students and it was fabulous did you it was well what using the word fabulous yeah
1: um uh did you figure out what gsba stands for oh let's
2: find that out that's something (laughs) we should probably say oh dan's at the greater seattle business association yeah it's a business association of lgbtq businesses i was up for their scholarship in 1993 and was beat out by dale wampler um womp womp and then my parents were chosen to be the speakers at the scholarship uh dinner that i did not get to attend that's mean
1: (laughs) dale wampler if you're listening Fuck Dan, he would like
0: that There was a lot of gay old money from Seattle at that event mm. Holy crap, they raised 1.7 million dollars at this one giant banquet me. Yeah, it was pretty great um, The straightest thing about me though is that Kelly, my neighbor Who works for the Seahawks, who invited me to be her plus one uh, We were watching the Washington And listen to the show yeah, Hi Kelly We were watching the Washington State University football game at the table While there's like drag queens performing and we're watching the Cougs play Why? So yeah, uh, I don't know. Just so I had a straightest thing to say this. Week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, I need a straight thing. She's
0: like, great. Football. Oh, because she
1: represents the Seahawks. She cares about football.
0: And she cares about Washington State because she went there. Okay.
1: Um my gayest is I recently uh uh our favorite fagstag, Doug Nkoviak, mm-hmm. is getting married. Yeah. Um in Hawaii. In Hawaii. Um and uh, I went with him to pick out Uh, what he's going to wear for the wedding gay and i had so many opinions (laughs) like i i've talked often about how i don't care about my fashion and that's often been my straightest thing man when 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 it's someone else and i get to just pass judgment i was i had so many opinions i like often overwrote like what other people were saying and everyone was like
0: oh (laughs) it's like listen to your sassy gay friend exactly
1: (laughs) which is like it was funny because i walked in going like you are more stylish
0: than me why am i here he's a very good dresser he's
1: a very good dresser um yeah don't take my advice anyone no i think i made some good decisions good um britney let me know if
0: (laughs) if that's true in like four months
1: um my his
0: his fiancee not britney spears
1: i mean britney spears (laughs) i mean if you're gonna respond to one thing britney
0: and let it be your opinions. Ho- about hopefully the-
1: let it be <sighs> the Britney Spears episode. I love you, Britney. Okay. Um, my straightest is um, when I was at a table with another gay friend, we were at a restaurant and he like talks to the waitress, like as a friend, like how's your day going? Well, what are you doing after this one are you like leaving work like oh, no i was like i think that's what people think gays are like social butterflies chatty make friends instantly and that's who he is and it is not me And the entire time i was like please leave <laughs> like that's when when waiters or waitresses or or servers mm, okay cool i was like what's the non-binary version of that? Wait um i don't know <laughs> um uh yeah i'm like how can i make this interaction as short as possible yeah. oh i hate my food it's great like i love my food it's great like it doesn't matter thank you please leave like yeah, yeah and he was not that and so i felt very straight of like don't talk to me
0: mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. that's about anxiety also oh Good for sure kyle
1: Thank you, um, and we have a listener, gayest and straightest. We have Mike. a listener,
0: gayest and Stratus. This week it comes to us from Discord. Uh, if you didn't know, we have a Discord server. You can join it and see lots of other of your fellow listeners' dicks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, and also discussions about mental health and the episodes. And there's a whole channel that's gayest and straightest. And oh yeah, so that's where this thing comes from this week. So this is from a user whose screen name is Weed Farts. <laughs> <laughs> and it says it's fine to use my whole name lorenzo hernandez
1: i prefer weed farts
0: straightest thing i did today was taking tequila shots in a strip club parking lot with my brother in law (laughs) gayest was buying a fabulous rainbow dildo on amazon
1: rainbow dildo (laughs) it's like can you get all the way down to purple
0: (laughs) do you want to build a snowman I don't know why Wait. that came out of my mouth just now. Do you see what I see? <laughs> yeah. Hopefully hopefully we actually get our shit together for 2020 and our parody Christmas album comes out.
1: Oh my God. Okay. we. Have, <laughs> I still have a section in my gayish notes because I have a notepad on my phone. And it says like, what if Deck the Halls was Dick the Halls? Like it just <laughs> says these weird dumb ideas about our Christmas parody album. So yeah. Anyway.
0: Well, that's it. That's a it. special thank you to Soren Kierkegaard. What? I just wanted to say Kierkegaard again because it's a smart thing to say. Whom is this? He's a philosopher I talked about in the main episode.
1: I remember. Yep. Great. Just like the Alamo. <laughs> always remember. And a thank you to Weedfarts. Thanks to Weed Farts. Thank you to Mike Johnson for the use of our theme music.
0: <laughs>
1: Thanks for singing for us. Uh, that's
0: it. This has been Gayish. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm
1: Kyle Gets. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. See you next see week. See you next week. I have anxiety until we see you then. <laughs>